Hello, this is Renee, and welcome to my podcast. Please visit my website at www.reneesjackson.com. God placed on my mind and on my heart about losing something, or rather losing someone. It's amazing how in this world we would we believe in everything. We believe in what the government says, what the media says, what social media says. We believe in the vaccine, we believe in unvaccinations, we believe in everything. It appears except believing in the one that can save us from all of this and that's God. So when I think about how God saves us, When we suffer through losing someone. Because to me, losing someone is more important than a materialistic thing. I've lost homes. I've said that before. I've lost cars, lost jobs. All of those things can be replaced. But when I think about when I lost my mother back in 2002... And how much it hurt me, because like I said, she was my only living relative, my earthly relative. God is not only my mother, he's my father also. But when I lost my mom, I really didn't know what to do. I lost her when I was 38 years old. And I cried. And I cried. It hurt so badly. I just couldn't stop crying. And then I thought after maybe a week or two, you know, some of the crying would lessen up a little bit. But instead, it got worse. And I'm going to let you in on something that happened when about a couple of weeks after my mom died. And it's in my book, Shirley. I had to write that in there because when God does miraculous things in my life, I want to remember them. That way, when I go through things in life right now. I know the same God then is the same God now. And I remember riding on the freeway. And I thought of my mother and I started crying and I just could not stop crying. And finally I had to exit. But thank God I exited where I needed to. And I parked alongside this park. And I started crying and I said, God, please, I need you to talk to me. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Please just 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 talk to me. Please so I can try to get past this hurt and this pain knowing it was impossible to do. So I remember turning on the radio station and I went to a gospel station hoping that a song would come on to comfort me or a minister would come on and he would preach something that would give me the answer that I was looking for. And I remember putting it on this station, and at first it was playing music, and then all of a sudden my radio just started acting up. I mean, acting really crazy, like a bunch of static and noise, and at first I ignored it, then I turned the radio down, and then I tried to adjust the antenna in my car, which I really didn't have one, but that they have this tuning thing, and that didn't work. And while I was crying, I became annoyed, irritated. And I kept pushing on the button and pressing and pushing and pressing, pressing it on, pressing it on. And then all of a sudden, I, was, I wasn't crying. I was annoyed now. 
And then all of a sudden I heard this mother. No, this baby first. It was the baby first. Let me get this straight. That was a baby like far off, away in a distance somewhere crying. And I really assumed that somebody had came into the radio station and brought a little child in there with them. And I'm like, do they know that this kid is making noise and that this kid can be heard on the radio at this moment? Did they know? Uh, did they leave the microphone on? And then I started listening to this little baby that was crying. And it was something different about the crying that caught my attention. And it didn't sound like a baby that was crying that needed their diaper changed or they was hungry. It was a gut-wrenching cry. And I'm like, why is this baby crying like this? And then all of a sudden, a mother's voice came in. And she said, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And then I looked at the radio like, who is this? And why did this person say this? And then God let me know that little baby was me. And my mother was letting me know it's okay. It's okay. And then I, I started crying again, but this time it wasn't painful tears. It was joyful tears. Tears that I believe surfaced in me because God was letting me know in his divine power that my mother was okay. And he allowed her to talk to me as a baby and says, okay. Yeah, a lot of people say, Renee, you you crazy. I, oh, I know that didn't happen. Why do we find it so impossible for God to do possible things? They would rather say I'm crazy or I'm nuts, but I know for a fact that this happened. And I don't believe God allowed me to hear it, to keep it to myself, because it should help other people to know when you communicate with God and you suffered from a loss, keep on talking to him, keep on praying to him. You can even ask him a couple of questions. I know we're not supposed to question God, but we're not asking out of anger. We're just like, God, please help me. Why? Why did this happen? I still don't know why it happened. I got my assumptions on what the accident did, but I can't question why God went on and took her home. Maybe so she couldn't suffer anymore, even though as far as I knew, my mom had a few problems, but not a whole lot. But maybe she had some that she was holding back from me because like all of us mothers, sometimes we don't like to tell our kids when we're hurting, when we're suffering, when we're going through something. I mean, at least I do, but my kids finally convinced me to tell them and not leave them out of things. And I try to do that. I ain't going to say I 100% do it, but I try. So I guess I'm saying to those that are listening to me, I don't know who you lost or what the impact was, but I know what it feels like. And I didn't just lose my mother. I lost a little girl at five weeks old. I lost her first and then my mom later. And I was only 21 when my little girl passed. Sudden infant death syndrome. I didn't know God 
as well as I knew him when my mom passed. I knew of God, and I still talk to God, but I don't think I knew him like I should have or realized later. You got to believe that God will give us peace and knowing that there is a better place when we lose somebody that we love. Of course, we would prefer that person to be here with us. But even when our time comes, wouldn't it be better to believe that there is a God up there? He has a beautiful world up there. Know how I saw this beautiful world? When my husband killed me, that's also in the book, Sheridan. My husband choked me to death. I know I mentioned this before, but I'm trying to tell everyone that's listening to me. When my husband killed me, there was no one in that house except for my children and the man choking me. But God was watching. So when he killed me, God showed me a beautiful world way before my mom died. And I and I talked to someone that's in leadership. And I explained to them that I put this in my story. So this person was telling me, uh, no, 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 I think you was in the third world. You were not in heaven. You weren't here. You weren't there. Sir, you did not die with me that day. Sir, you were not in that house with me when my husband choked me to death. Sir, when God allowed me above to look at myself walking on, I guess you would call it, the glass was so thin, shimmering like gold, that when you stepped on it, you could see what was underneath and it looked like lilies or fields or something that would be underneath water. But when I stepped on it, it didn't even move. And as I walked, all I wanted to see was more of this beautiful, beautiful world. But the way that God brought me back, I will tell this story as long as I live. So if you've never been there, you can't tell me what world that I was in. Because God allowed me to look at myself walking on this glass until he put my spirit back in me. Now I'm seeing myself actually walking on this glass. But at first I was up looking at myself. So doesn't that tell me that my spirit was in heaven and it was looking at my body that somewhere I guess was in between? But then God was not ready for me so he sent my spirit back into me and he allowed me to live to tell the story. And I held it in because people were saying, you're crazy, something's wrong with you because people are always coming up with so much stuff. Yes, I ask y'all that are listening to me to go to my website and, and support me and help me relating to my book, Shirley. But I'm on podcast telling y'all about the story part of it. And I'm not asking y'all straight out to give me this and give me that. I just said support. But guess what? Even if that doesn't happen, I'm still going to tell the story. I believe in a God that is so powerful that he will answer our prayers. And I'm going to say it again. Why do we believe everything and everybody else except the person, the God that created us? 
What makes us think he can't? We believe the story of Moses. When God used him to split the Red Sea. Well, I'm going to say some of us. We we believe the part about uh, Joshua. You know, when God held the, the, the sun in one place so it wouldn't go down so that Joshua could keep fighting. We would believe in a lot of stuff and miraculous things happening in the Bible, including the birth of Jesus through the Virgin Mary. I know not all of us are Christians. And I'm not a religious fanatic. I'm only telling everybody what God has allowed my journey to be and to look like. I've seen leaders on social media, you know, touch people and they fall down and you got somebody holding them up from behind. I've seen them that fail, you know, holding their dresses down because if you're really out, you wouldn't know if your dress is up or not so it's a lot of stuff that i know in this world did not happen and it is fake to trick and manipulate people but god let me hear a voice on a radio and a child and a mother that child was me that mother was my mother I choose to believe that's how God communicated with me so that I have hope and I can move forward. It still was hurtful trying to move forward without somebody you love and you care about. In other words, I would have went insane, crazy, not just from the physical abuse that I went through with my husband. And I, was, I wasn't with him when my mom died, so there was no one else to attach to except God and I clung to him as tight as I could and I still do now I told God you drug me through a lot of things that hurt to my core and I have to believe not only is there something better when we're leaving this world But I got to also believe that he will bless us with our dreams and our hearts if we just remain faithful. Talk to him. He loves us. And I know I love him. How could I not love a dad that protects me better than anything and anyone on this earth? Keep your faith and your trust in him. Whatever that hurt may be. Whatever that pain may be. You hear me telling that story right now. Trust and believe. Not only does God exist, he works miracles. He brings about miracles. And he will talk to us if we sit still enough and just listen. Listen.